0: Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello everybody and thank you for being here. Before we start our chat today, I kindly ask you to connect with me on social media. My Twitter is John Underline Michael. My LinkedIn is John Michael. And you can find me as Image Group International on Facebook. So let's get started. Today's episode will discuss the importance of personal identity. And the subtitle of that would be not negotiating who you are. And why standing strong in your beliefs and core values is essential. You know, Socrates said a long time ago the unexamined life is not worth living. Many of us struggle with external pressures and opinions that can sway us away from our true identity. And this is what I'm going to be talking to you about today. So, it's crucial to stay true to ourselves and stand up for our sense of self worth. Now, experience tells us that staying true to ourselves is essential definitely in the short and long term for our happiness, fulfillment, and of course, uh, long-term success. And it also helps us to maintain our integrity. So when we look in the mirror, we feel good about ourselves because if you don't have your integrity, eventually that catches up with you. So to be authentic and make better decisions, you know, promote self-respect and attract the right people in our lives. On the other hand, people who negotiate or compromise on their core values and beliefs can suffer from feelings of guilt, shame, and dissatisfaction, which can impact their well-being. You know, it's said that our mental health crisis is more than a mental crisis, but more a spiritual collapse. And for some, that could be religious. And for others, it could be a challenge to the whole value system that's left a void because it's been challenged in so many different ways, and you know, adapting to the new ways is difficult for most people to navigate, especially in a short period of time. So, what happens is they might experience you know, self doubts, anxiety, depression, and make decisions that do not align with their core values. So that obviously will lead to regret and missed opportunities. You know, and I would say a lot of that happens from a survival mode as opposed to a thrive mode. So it's about, you know, doing things at the moment to survive as opposed to long-term thrive and create some sort of legacy. So not staying true to oneself can cause strained relationships due to a lack of trust and authenticity. And of course, that results in a sense of emptiness and disconnection from one's true self. I don't think as human beings, we're designed to be living in a cave by ourselves. You know, unless you're a monk on some sort of sabbatical. So as human beings, we like to associate with other people. Even lone wolves eventually like to come down from the cave and meet other people. I think it's an important part of our spiritual growth and, of course, our whole soul connection that's essential from us you know, being human beings. A couple of years ago, you know, I wrote a story about core values versus secondary levels, and it gained a lot of interest. And I will include a link at the end of this episode But at that same time, I noted that we all have core values and we have secondary values. So there are aspects of our lives and beliefs that define us, you know, that make us who we are. Uh, These are our core. Then there are your secondary values, the things that still make you the unique person you are, but change over time. Your core values are the foundation stones in your identity and as such they are essential to defining your purpose and keeping you on track. If you try to ignore or go against your core values, you become conflicted and you will struggle to build or achieve anything of lasting value. Now, one caveat there is some conflict can be a positive as long as you're going to use the conflict to go out and create, innovate, and of course do good. But in most cases, for most people, conflict is a negative and of course can lead them to more challenges from that conflict as opposed to possibilities. But I see conflict as a possibility because basically from all challenges, good can come from it as long as you know, you're willing to be who you are and at the same time knowing that you know there's a, a way and system how to do that. So let's discuss some of the essential points that can help us not compromise who we are. Well, first and foremost, it's crucial to know our core values and beliefs. It's essential to have a clear understanding of what is important to us and what our core values are. This knowledge will help us to make better decisions and stand firm in our beliefs. So it's important because your core values are special for you. So if you're not clear of them, what that means is most likely you'll pick up values from others. And that, you know, might not serve you in the best way possible, specifically for you, you know, for that moment in time, but also maybe for your lifetime. So a quote attributed to numerous people in history And one that I love and live by is this. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. For me, it illustrates the courage to be. To be yourself by taking responsibility and accountability about everything that is you. Respect is another important factor. You know, we must respect ourselves first before we should expect external validation from anyone else. So it's crucial not to let other people's opinions sway us from what we know is right in our hearts. Social media, among other influences, has done an excellent job in confusing people with a lot of noise, of course, in the online world. A noise that has many people confused and out of sorts. Remember, their agenda, in this case, tech companies and social media per se, and I want to be very clear here, and I'll take this out of context, is to grow their businesses, not necessarily grow you. Even if you're an influencer, you're very secondary, you know, to their interest as opposed to their own business. It's just a fact. So it's up to each individual to self-reflect and take back their personal power and reclaim their authentic self. And what that means is, it's, again, just being courageous. If you can't do this by yourself, sit down with a friend, somebody you know, a mentor, you know, whoever, a coach, and basically get down to the bottom of who you are and of course some good socratic dialogue there and good socratic questions would reveal some deeper things about you that at times you might never have touched and i promise you it's it's certainly uh, very revealing uh, because you know it brings out it brings out who you really are as opposed to the image and the whole you know perception game that you might be playing and there's also a good reason why you might be doing that fairly simple to survive okay so when I, when I talk about this, what comes to mind is objectivism. And this is an interesting concept because objectivism is a philosophy system developed by Russian-American writer and philosopher Ayn Rand. And she described it as the concept of man, and of course woman, as a heroic being with his, her own happiness, as the moral purpose of his, her life. So what that meant was, though, with also productive achievements, as he's her noblest activity and reason as he's her only absolute. And this is interesting because it's not just happiness, but it's with productive achievement. And we all know when we're productive in our work, in our career, in whatever we do, we feel alive. So example is A equals A. A does not equal B. And that's an objective fact. Now remember this. When someone tries to pressure us into doing something that conflicts with our core values, it's important that we stand up for ourselves and say, no, if that's what we choose, without letting others' fear, agenda, or pressure dictate our decisions. No one can take away your personal power unless you first choose to give it away. Further, we shouldn't allow others to define us or let their opinions or labels determine our self-worth. Instead, we should recognize our core values and what they represent and let our actions speak for themselves. Now, what that means is, of course, you know, to do that effectively, you've got to be willing to sort of face the mirror, as I've noted many, many times previously, and at the same time, make your life easier by surrounding yourself with positive influence. You know, that's essential. And what that means is people in the environment, and I can't stress that enough because, if it's not a positive influence designed for your good okay it's up to you to create a, that environment to be for your good otherwise get the hell out of there. so it's essential not to feel obliged you know to please others for the sake of being liked and to speak up for ourselves that's an objective choice that you have the power to make okay so part of that is of course when you go down this territory potentially you can fail especially in the first, second, and third time, because practice will make perfect over time. So you're breaking really habits here, right? That's the beautiful thing. You know, to change anything, you're going to break habits. Otherwise, you're doing things like you did in the past. It's going to give you similar results as as they did in, in the past, and that will also dictate now in the present and the future. So you've got to take on an attitude, what I call is dare to fail. Having said that, in our philosophy, failure is actually... Not failure in that sense, but it is an opportunity to learn, transform, and of course, create magic moving forward. So dare to fail. But it means to be courageous and also be courageous to be different. Because if you're not going to be different, whatever that difference is through your core values, and I'm not talking about being different by wearing you know, a different type of a hat, I'm talking about specifically an internal difference, and that of course, can be also supported with an external difference as well. Uh, but definitely the two, you know, for me, work together. So fully embrace who you are and find role models and mentors who can provide guidance and support. Trust, like, respect. People that, you know, are in your corner. Not political animals that play political games, but authentic leaders. And leaders, remember, self-leadership, right? You don't have to manage or lead people to be a leader. get with the runs on the board, you know, and the scars on their back to prove it. Yes, real limp experience, not politically correct, self-serving nonsense designed to keep things as they always are or worse under the guise of progress. Find people and create an inner circle of trust and camaraderie, knowing you are all looking after each other's back. With a major caveat, get all members to check their egos at the door. And what I mean by that is, trust will not be built if there is competing egos in the group. So what you want to do is, of course, that's always going to be the case in every group there's going to be egos, but knowing what we're trying to achieve here is something beyond a meeting. This is a life plan, you know, that's designed to open up bigger opportunities than just a tick-the-box type of meetings that, of course, a lot of people might face on a weekly basis. This is a lot more important than that. You know, the thing about all of this, what I am sharing with you is reflected by all the giants... That walked the earth prior to us obviously many leaders entrepreneurs authors artists change makers etc have had at some point had to make a decision that decision was a choice to go against the grain and status quo you know and they cocked a lot of suffering for that including ridicule but you have to suffer in your choice and what i mean suffer is in inverted commas however as the saying goes no pain no gain so what the suffering means here is you're going to go through your struggles right if you're going to go against the grain and that's why a lot of people are afraid to do that because they don't want to be shamed, ridiculed you know and of course at times feel guilty from what they've done because they bought you know the line hook line and sinker so all good that has been created has come from a place or from some sense of pain And that could, example, you know, you growing your career, there would have been pain involved with that. You would have had to do things at times that stretched you. Building your business, obviously, building a business, being in business is not as easy as it looks from the outside. And of course, being in relationships. And what can I say about that? One-on-one relationships, group relationships, and so on, it takes a lot of effort. You know, it takes emotional intelligence. And that can be painful at times. But this is part of your growth. And without this stretch that's required, nothing gets created. Nothing. The greatest gift we have as human beings is to go out there and create. And trust me, uh, you might want to try that because it has a big impact on mental well-being from a point of view of positivity. And my final thought for you is this. Your personal business brand is a reflection of how intentional you are on all the above that I just noted. So the key here is to be congruent. Stay true to yourself and don't compromise on who you are. Let me tell you a story about how I worked with a client, specifically on all the things that we just spoke about and how this helped his personal and business brand journey. So the story goes like this. I love this guy, but um, when I first met him and uh, as a coach, I've certainly been known and been told that i have a lot of empathy with people and the thing about it was though instantly he was what i call all outer image lacked intellectual curiosity and had little what i would call internal substance because the moment you breach subjects of importance to him it just went over his hand and of course you had the look in gaze in his eyes that indicated i don't get this and maybe i'm not even interested However, in the eyes of his community, he was a big success. He had a great business that obviously, you know, had challenges because his core values were incongruent and to the point that, you know, he was not willing to face the tough decisions facing him, although he had a great business at that time. Part of a coach is not only to see what's going on at the moment without sounding like Nostradamus, but is predict by seeing patterns where this could potentially lead. He definitely had client challenges, he had employee dissatisfaction, even though they had well-paid jobs, and of course, he had family relationship issues You know that potentially was leading to a breakup and possible divorce. So if you can imagine those things that I've just noted, of course, there's a lot of spin-offs in reference to a secondary impact with a lot of those challenges facing him. So over time, this is what we did. We turn things around simply by getting the focus on what really was the most important thing in his life, uh, his core values, and questions like why he exists, why does he get out of bed every morning, and what truly matters to him in his heart, okay, in his heart, to him, not what matters to other people and how they perceive him, but what matters to him. Of course, through some challenging questions, and I've got to tell you, at times, aspects that really he might not want to look into. Over time, we cracked through that. And after numerous times where the tears definitely came out from a man that I thought didn't know how to show any of that, uh, the long short of this story is that he's back on track in all aspects of his life, including, of course, the business. And most importantly now, he sees his life as a grateful new opportunity to create new possibilities. Because he's seeing things that he didn't see before. Remember, we all have blind spots. Part of this work was to reveal some of his blind spots because ultimately they're going to create all sorts of problems for him a lot bigger than they were at that moment. And part of that is, of course, a lot of people, when they have a lot of superficial external success, a lot of people would not look at the internal because they think whatever they're doing is perfect and that's why they're getting the success but this is a holistic approach. It's an in and out approach. So he had at least the courage to say, you know what, although I'm putting out this image externally that everything's perfect inside, something's not working the way my heart is telling me. So he did that by ultimately having the courage to leave behind his toxic ego and reset. He was willing to let that go. And basically, you know, as a coach, of course, this is, This is fantastic for my spirit as well because there's nothing more important and life-affirming. It's enlivening to have clients that would have the courage to do that and then you feel that you made the best that you can opportunities for people that at times thought, you know, this was it. So, you know, it's really powerful. And of course, for other coaches that are listening, I'm sure you would agree how powerful it is. And by the way, it could be also relevant to others out there, therapists, Of course, teachers, when you do something really good and people take it on board and go, aha, that was it, you feel alive from that. Certainly, I do that because, you know, we're in the people business. And when human beings respond that way, we certainly also feel that in our own way. So, well, folks, that concludes today's episode. I appreciate you taking the time to listen and trust you found it helpful. You know, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to receive more valuable information in the future. Also, send us an email confirmation after subscribing. We'll happily send you a free copy of our ebook, The Real World Guide to Authentic Personal Branding. I want to thank you again for tuning in, and I'm excited again to share more insights with you next week. I look forward to seeing you, and have a great week. Cheerio. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.